Today's episode is brought to you by the Happy Music Teacher Academy, where you can go to get beyond the chaos, build confidence, and find harmony in your music classroom. For more information, go to storiesthatsing.net forward slash join the Happy Music Teacher Academy. See you there. This podcast is a proud member of the Teach Better Podcast Network. Better today, better tomorrow, and the podcast to get you there. Explore more podcasts at www.teachbetterpodcastnetwork.com. Now let's get on to the episode. elementary music teacher who's frustrated and overwhelmed. I'm Jeanette Shorey, a happy music teacher who loves teaching every day, but it wasn't long ago I was in your shoes. Join me Wednesdays to help you find happy in your music classroom. I was in my classroom and I was prepping my first cup of coffee of the morning. Now, don't get too excited because I drink decaf. I do not drink caffeine. I have so much energy that caffeine and I do not get along well. Anyway, I had just put all the things in it. I had a Keurig in my room and I had my delicious fluffer. Um, I call it a fluffer, but it's really a, a foamer. I even had a foamer so I could create Starbucks-like drinks right in my classroom. I had added my coconut sugar and I had added my almond milk, coconut milk combo, fluffy, just delicious looking coffee. And the only thing that was missing was a sprinkle of cinnamon, which I do at home, but I couldn't do in my classroom because I just felt like that was overkill. Anyway, so I had just put all of that deliciousness into my favorite llama mug, which was given to me at Christmas that year. This is probably two years ago. And believe it or not, I still remember exactly how this felt. And so it was just a few months before it had been Christmas. This was one of my literally favorite students of all time. He is mature. He is funny. He is helpful in the classroom. I mean, just a really great kid. And so since he had given me the mug, it was special to me. Every time I drank out of it, I remembered him and it literally gave me a positive warm feeling. So there I am, I'm stirring the goodness into my coffee and I dropped the mug in the sink of all places and it broke into a whole bunch of pieces and I literally almost cried. I mean, it, it kind of sort of ruined my day until it didn't because on my next planning time, I went online and you know... I'm kind of older. I'm over 50. I'm even over 55, almost 60. Oh my gosh, I've got like two years till I turn 60. And the internet to me is still a miracle. I mean, I lived my first 25 years or so without internet and you had to actually go shopping and you couldn't just type in llama mug on the internet, which is what I did. I typed in llama mug and it came up with all these different options. And one of the option was a, I'm going to call it Target, a Target mug. And Target didn't carry it anymore, but I was able to find it on eBay. And I'm telling you, it was like $25 
plus shipping, but I truly didn't care because that mug meant more to me than just a container for my coffee. I'm telling you, every time I used it, I felt warm and loved. So I fixed the problem by ordering a new mug and I still have that mug to this day. I still drink at it. I brought it home out of my classroom when I retired this year. And every time I drink out of it, I don't remember that child's name, but I remember what his face looked like. And I remember just how wonderful he was. You know, you you have those students in your life that are just literally wonderful. So I fixed the problem and I felt a little bit better. Happiness is a choice for me, always. If I'm not happy and excited about the way things are going, about the situation I'm in, about what's going on in my day, I am going to find a way to change the situation, find a solution to the problem so that I am happy. I've always been like this, but that doesn't mean I don't have bad days. When I do have bad days or something bad happens to me, I'm going to try to find a workaround or I'm going to change my mindset, which is what led me to retirement. And not that I wasn't happy in my job. I keep telling you how happy I was in my job, how happy I was in my teaching career. Where I was having a challenge was I wanted to be doing more for you, the elementary music teacher. And in order to do that, I needed to find time. So I made a decision believe it or not, two years ago, and I've been prepping for it ever since, that when I became vested in the state of Alabama, which happened on May the 26th of this past school year, I was going to leave the school system so that I had more time and more energy and more creative thought processes to help you as an elementary music teacher. So that's that was my choice, and that choice is making me so happy because just recording these podcasts every week and thinking about how I'm helping to change your life is, I kid you not, truly giving me joy. It really is. It's giving me joy. So we've all been there. You get out on the wrong side of the bed. You trip on the clothes you left on the floor the night before. Land face first. Scrape your elbow, bruise your knee and your ego you spill your coffee all over the floor or you spill your protein mix everywhere and it takes you like 15 extra minutes out of your day. You end up late for school, etc., etc. You walk into the school building and your admin's like, hey, I need you to cover Mrs. Smith's class till her sub gets here. And you're like, wait, I had like five things I needed to do this morning, including email my choir and um, read through some other emails and I had all of this stuff left to do. I mean, stuff happens. You can't prevent things from going wrong, but you can change how you think about what's happening to you. So this is the ultimate mindset makeover for elementary music teachers. And today I'm going to give you three powerful tips that are going to help you be more positive, be more joyful, be happier while you're teaching your elementary music classes. And I've even got a bonus tip for you today. So tip number one, when something bad happens, be like Elsa and let it go. Try not to make it the whole 
concept of your day. If something bad happens, I mean, I have had moments where I'm like, oh my gosh, it's going to be that day. Or, oh, it's a Monday. I mean, we all say that. We all feed into that negative mindset. And what happens is then all of those negative thoughts become negative ideas, become negative parts of your day. And so if you can channel your inner Elsa and release those negative vibes, instead of dwelling on all those little setbacks, all those little disappointments, and you direct your energy into finding solutions and embracing joy, that is going to help you. So focus on those little kindergarten babies and the joyful faces and the giggles that they're giving you when they come into your classroom. And if that's not happening, then you need to figure out why because kindergartners are naturally joyful. They do not have that same, like they're brand new to school, right? Especially in the beginning of the year. And if they are challenging for you, I encourage you to go back into my blog posts and find some of those blog posts called behavior management for littles and things like that because it is so easy to reach your kindergartners by being silly and joyful for by yourself like being silly and joyful yourself by just just reaching out and grabbing their excitement and if they are not excited then you need to find a way to help them be excited because they are the easiest kids to approach and get excited. I mean, I would bring out my guitar the first week of school and, oh my gosh, they would be so excited. Or my ukulele or, you know, I'd bring out an orf instrument and we would just sing some silly song and they would love it. So, my littles always love the song Tarzan, and I'm going to link that in the show notes, a, a version of it. It's like, Tarzan, swinging on a rubber band. Tarzan, fell into a frying pan. That was it. Fell into a frying pan. Ooh-wee, that hurt. Now Tarzan has a tan. And then it goes into Jane, and it goes into Cheetah, and they get to whoop like a monkey it is the cutest song ever and my kids would request it over and over so get out some of those silly songs that they are going to love I mean I remember one time I had been in class with my kinders I want to say it was the first week of school and one of my kids was like Miss Shore, you are so funny and silly I just love you you know they just they love the silly and the sillier you can be, you know, get on your, your, um, get, just get all your silly stuff out, get all your silly instruments out, be silly with them, focus and, and get out your inner child. So I sort of digressed a little bit there, but I am telling you silly is a big deal. I am also going to link to you in the show notes a Facebook recording that I did um, probably two years ago about how to add more silly to your classroom and I have a blog post about it. So embrace that silly. When the bad things happen, 
be like Elsa and let it go. Let those positive thoughts in and keep the negative thoughts out. And every time you feel like you're getting into that negative mindset, find a way to get out of it. And I'm telling you, it works. Your positive thoughts turn into positive actions, turn into a positive atmosphere in your classroom. It legitimately works. Tip number two, embrace a positive mindset when you're encountering challenging situations. So you're standing in front of the door of your music classroom and you see that kid or that class lined up outside and you're like, oh my gosh, there they are every week. There's been an issue. And here's the way I see it. You can dread those 30 minutes and I have been there. I totally feel you there or you can try something new. So I really tried hard, just like, you know, my kids came from PE and inevitably there would be a couple of really competitive kids in some of my classes, especially my um, GRC, my gifted learners. They, I mean, they're so competitive, right? They're so competitive on everything. Or that class of, of just, you know, kids that are real sporty, they are very competitive and so inevitably you would have kids come into the classroom and they would be like totally in a bad mood from PE because something happened and maybe they didn't win, whatever. And I would be like, okay, boys and girls, I would see it right away and I would be like, okay, boys and girls, please, when you come into my classroom, whatever happened, happened before, it's not happening now You need to take a deep breath and sometimes we would go through some bubble breathing and I'll give you the directions for that in the show notes as well, the bubble breathing, because that is a really good, like, you know, it's, it's basically mindset breathing, um, meditative breathing, breathing, that sort of thing. And it is really, really good. And you don't have to tell your kids you're doing like meditation breathing. You can just say, we're going to do some bubble breathing, do it three times, be done. And usually that helps refocus them. And and you just want to say to them, it's not anybody's fault what happened in PE. What happened in PE stays in PE. Or they come in and they're like irritable because they just got a bad grade on a test. Okay, let's take that and let's put it away because you are now in a new situation and We don't need your negativity coming into this classroom. And I would always say it in a kind way, but basically that's what I meant. So because I did that for my students, I also tried to do that myself. So no matter who came into the classroom, I was going to approach it from a positive mindset. And I am telling you it worked. Don't assume that that class or that student is going to be the same as the last time you saw them. Try to approach every class with a positive attitude. There is an affirmation that I recently discovered, and I don't know who said it to me, or I don't think actually somebody said it to me. I think I read it, like a whole series of positive affirmations for teachers. And this one is a good one. I choose to be the most positive person in the room. This is not hippy-dippy BS. It truly works. Your thoughts are in control. Negative thoughts are going to equal negative actions, are going to equal negative results. The same thing happens in reverse. If you focus your thoughts on the positive, you're also going to get positive outcomes. 
And if you're not sure if it's going to work, try it and see. I'm telling you, it works. Please try it. Please try it for me. Try it for you, rather, not try it for me, because I do it. So that is the first step you can take. Give those kiddos another chance. Every day brings about new possibilities for growth and transformation. The second thing you can do is change things up with those students. Let your students take the wheel. Try some different teaching strategies. Explore some different instruments. Give them control. It can have some amazing results. I was in my classroom one day and that class came in. Actually, this happened a couple of different times. But the one time most recently, we were working on designing a program for this one storybook. And I can't remember the name of it right now, but I will put it in the show notes because as soon as I get off here, I'll um, as soon as I stop recording, I will go ahead and look it up for you. But it was turning into a fantastic pro- program. And I had one class that was that class. And this class was just, they, they just weren't on board. Everything I did did not work. And I was trying to teach them this movement activity and it wasn't working. And all of a sudden, I had been to the National ORF Conference, which if you've never been, you need to go. Like, Set aside some money every month until you get enough and go. I'm telling you, it is the most phenomenal experience. So I'm in this conference and we were doing movement in this one session and all of a sudden it hit me, oh my gosh, this class needs to do the directing themselves. So this is what I did. I had bought these canopy scarves And so I got out these canopy scarves and I said to my boys and girls, okay, boys and girls, I am going to let you use these scarves. We're going to split into groups. And, And I legit said to them, I am understanding that you don't like the movement activity. And I think the reason why is because it doesn't fit your personality. It was created by another class. And they looked at me like, oh my gosh, she's actually getting me. And I mean, like all of the students, even I had a couple of super too cool for school kids in that class and they were all like, oh my gosh, they got excited. Like I could see in their faces, they got excited and it was the most amazing thing. And so I got out these canopy scarves and I said, I am going to let you use these canopy scarves, but we need to do this as the B section of our, of our movement. So the A section, I want you guys to work on. And I let, I split them into groups uh, and I let them choose their own groups. And they were like, minds blown. They were so excited. And I said, now, I'm going to tell you, if you choose someone that I don't think you're going to be able to work with, I'm going to give you the benefit of the doubt. If you can't work with that person, and inevitably, you know what they do. They choose to be with people that they really shouldn't sometimes, but I let them do it anyway, and let me tell you what, it worked. And they were like, because I said to them, I will split you up if I need to, and they knew me by this time of the year. It was like November, and they knew I meant what I said. So I, you know, if I said it, it was happening. So they designed that movement. And then the following week, I told them, okay, I want you to design the movement for the canopy scarves. 
And what they decided to do is the boys developed one and the girls developed another because, you know, you need a lot of people to hold those scarves. So, so that's how they decided to do it. And it was amazing. It was one of the first times in the school year that I actually connected to those students. So giving them the control and the power can have amazing results. Allowing them to embrace the choice it, it really empowers them to create their own experience and it's really exciting to them. And even my most challenging too, school, too cool for school kiddos were on board. It was the best thing ever. Now, let's talk for a moment. Tip number three is all about your admin. So I know that I hear a lot and read a lot on Facebook about how music teachers feel unappreciated and misunderstood, like their admin doesn't get them. And I totally feel that. So I, I, my most recent principal was RAP for a few years before she became the principal. And I was honestly a little bit worried because she is a very structured, she was a math teacher um, by trade. She was a classroom teacher, but but her heart and soul is structure and math and if you don't know me yet, that is not how I roll. I am not structured. I am very um, scattered and I come up with ideas all the time. Like even if you've listened to a couple of these podcasts, you already know that I go off on tangents sometimes and hopefully you enjoy them. I know I enjoy sharing my tangents with you. So hopefully you enjoy them. So I really was worried about her being the principal because I felt like she wasn't going to get me and that, you know, I had had some of those experiences with her, but, you know, so I, I really was worried. So I, I decided to give her the benefit of the doubt and see what happened. And that is what I'm going to tell you to do. That is how I roll. I am always, you hurt my feelings. You tell me something mean. You are are not nice to me. I am going to give you the benefit of the, doubt, of the doubt and say, well, you know what? Maybe they were having a bad day or maybe they just don't really understand how I work and I am going to show you how I work, et cetera, et cetera. So I was really pleasantly surprised because yes, there were times where she didn't get what I was doing and yes, there were times that we didn't agree on things, but she also really had my back and she was really striving to be a better leader. Like I literally watched her become better at her job as the leader of our school. And, you know, she really knew the challenges that teachers faced. She did not really get my world. And there were ways where I had to kind of, you know, talk to her and train her up in that because, you know, she, she never had been a music teacher, but she had been a classroom teacher. And, she really tried her best to be a supportive leader. She kept the staff meetings as short as possible. Whenever there was a professional development that she could put into our Google Classroom and we could learn it our, on our own, she did that. I mean, she really, really tried her best. And when I had an issue or a challenge, one time I had an issue with um, some of the other people on my team and she was an amazing problem solver and she really listened to me and I could... I could see her thinking about my situation and there was one time that I got kind of upset about a situation and it wasn't at her, it was about the situation and 
She came into my classroom on purpose and she said, I'm meeting you here rather than calling you into my office because I really felt like you needed me to be here. You needed you needed not to be in my office. You needed me to meet you where you were at. And, you know, she and I talked through this situation and I watched her treat me differently and more positively. Not that she treated me negatively in the first place, but I just watched her become a better leader and and find ways to to help me and to be a problem solver. And we didn't always see eye to eye, but I really found her willing to be able to learn and grow and change. So when your admin does something you don't like, or treats you in a way that you don't want to be treated, try to take a step back. Put on your empathy hat and give them the benefit of the doubt. They have a lot on their plates and their decisions are sometimes driven by things that are beyond your knowledge. Like you don't understand their world because you haven't done it. Unless you have and then maybe you have a better understanding and and you're more understanding. But instead of assuming the worst, Use open lines of communication, share your ideas, work together, and try to create a harmonious atmosphere. If you can turn your admin into your ally, it is going to make your job so much better, and it really is going to help you in your pursuit of happiness. I have a bonus tip for you, and it's called joy snacking. This is a new concept that I didn't really know a lot about and I was researching one day on how people become happier in their jobs and just like you might have a brownie and be like, ooh, this is like the best thing ever and and it kind of boosts your energy and makes you happier, indulge in some little bursts of joy throughout your day. Take a short break, even if it's like 30 seconds And do something that really brings you joy, brings you pure delight. Sing your favorite song. Put it on just for 30 seconds. Dance around the room. Do some stretching. Walk around and, you know, get some time outside. That was something I always did was I would try to eat my lunch outside so that because the outside really gave me joy and I loved the smells and the sounds and everything about being outside. So whatever it is that makes you smile, take a moment, even if it's only a moment, recharge your spirit and, you know, get back into that positive mindset. So hopefully you've discovered a few secrets to help you transform your mindset. Remember our three tips. Number one, when something bad happens, be like Elsa and let it go. Number two, embrace a positive mindset when you're encountering that child or that class or you've got some other challenging situation. Number three, give your admin the benefit of the doubt that they really are trying their best and they do have the best interest of their staff in mind. Whenever that is, you know, whatever's happening, they really are trying their best. And the bonus tip Feed your soul with some joy snacking. If you got some great tips and tidbits that are going to help you become a happy music teacher, I would be so thankful if you'd leave me a review. Thanks so much for your time. Well, that's all I have for you today. 
But before I go, let me remind you, keep learning, keep growing, and keep being fabulous you. Fabulous you.